Welcome to the Nitty Gritty Pre-Game Show, as we like to call it. We're trying to be professional now and open up our episodes with me and you saying intelligent things. You last week by yourself because I had to drive to Vegas in a blizzard. Snowstorm kind of got us that day. It was sketchy. Yeah. But this week's episode was really fun. We had the founders and lovebirds <laughs> of Chatbooks, Vanessa and Nate Quigley. What a story. What a couple. I think that stood out to me more than, I mean, the story is incredible. Their company is obviously incredible. Yeah, but I mean, it's crazy to look at like the awards they've won. I mean, Entrepreneur nuts. of the Year, three years into business from Ernst & Young, the size of the company. I mean, yeah, what they've done is incredible. All but to because your point, mom guilt. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't know how I'd call it mom guilt. <laughs> well, she felt bad. He didn't have pictures. You'll hear that story of kind of how it started and... It's a, it's, it's the, an, the, the raging redhead. Yeah. Yeah. The raging <laughs> redhead. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just aha moment from her, her son sad that he didn't have more pictures of something. And she just goes, I wish I could just make picture books out of my Instagram or whatever. And it I just mean, went all there. of our businesses that we've talked to. It all comes out of a really, really simple need. You know, it's like, I want this problem solved. I'm going to solve it. And she just and they just figured it out. So happened to be married to a Harvard educated genius who wrote code and had developers and just yeah, within two weeks had a, a working, you know, model of it. And, and you know what? Here we are. Just knowing them, even if he wasn't that, they would have figured it out. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, so well, and it, I think you guys will really find, for me at least, the marriage aspect of it was really fascinating because they'd kind of put it out in the universe that they wanted to work together for a long time. Yeah. And so when they finally got to work together, they were stoked about it. And I yep. think a lot of us think of like working with our wives or, you know, husbands, whatever, kind of the way I feel about, you know, golfing with my wife, right? It's just like, <laughs> it's man time. No, I'm just kidding. But it'd be a really hard thing, at least for me. So to see them have kind of the chemistry and they're still kind of flirty together and they've been married 25 years. Well, it's cool. It's, it's a really cool thing to see. It's a little different than most of our guests too, because they started as partners from day one. You know, that they didn't right. have their separate careers. They kind of done this all along the way together, which I think is awesome. And yeah. And Vanessa was an opera singer mom. Yep. No business, anything. And then she stepped into the business with the big voice that and man, she's obviously a confident person. But for those of you who have listened for a while, we know the Munn family. Right? Yes. Raising wild, so it's a it's a pretty awesome family. So yeah, we hope you guys enjoy it. It's a fun one. We also just need to say thanks to everybody uh, subscribing and especially the reviews. Those have been kind of fun to read. They've been a lot of fun. Who would have ever thought that a little bit of free barbecue would <laughs> get you guys to stretch out those fingers and leave us a nice review? So we really appreciate it. Keep it coming. I'm very giving. So, you know, if we find some other standouts, there may be a gift card in your future. Maybe write your, uh, if you leave a review, maybe write your like Instagram handle or something at the end of it so we know how to find you. Yeah, it's hard to find people yeah. who've left the reviews. It's been tough, but but yeah, keep sharing and, and help us grow this thing. And we just want to say thanks again. Thanks, everyone. Welcome this week's episode of Nitty Gritty. We have chat books with us, Vanessa and Nate Quigley. Hello, hello. How's it going? Thank you for coming. Here Why did are. you say Vanessa first? Any reason? I know. I love that you said Because he's smart. That. <laughs> I'm married. That's why. 
<laughs> I've learned theory? a lot today. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to be able to improve my marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you just, Nate just said, you do what you're told. Yep. And things just become easier. For sure. So, okay. Yeah. Thank you. We're learning every day. That seems easy enough. <laughs> but we're excited to have you guys with us. Great to be here. So Vanessa actually, backstory is the older sister of Raising Wild, of Karen Shelley that were with us, right? Some of our yes. favorite guests. Yes. And I, it was a very proud sissy moment to listen to that episode and hear them break it down. They didn't hold anything back. <laughs> no, they didn't. And it they was also fun. held each other the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like at the video the oh, whole time, so every funny. conversation was just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We love each other people always ask like you guys can't really like each other that much right because sometimes sisters fight and a lot of you yeah there are a lot of us well and i am old like i am the old lady of the family like they're they're the little (laughs) girls we i grew up calling them the little girls because i'm at least eight years older than my next sister um i didn't really get to know them until i was married and i had a bunch of little kids of my own and i would hire them to come nanny for me Oh. Actually, I think mom would just fly them out and they would nanny for free. But <laughs> um, they are the most fun. And yeah, they're awesome. It looks like you guys had a good time on your cruise. Because you guys went on that like right after they were yes. they came in and recorded the episode. So we were it paying awesome. attention. Nate loves when we go on sister trips. I do, no, actually. No, I've grown to love it, babe. It was great. Your cruise was fantastic. Because I, I come home refreshed yep. and happy and... Perfect. Frisky yeah. and <laughs> oh my goodness! Whoa! Here we go! It's the smoke! It's Gosh, this head. family's awesome! What a great family! <laughs> you so met, open. You met Mama Muns, didn't you? Yeah, I hugged her. Oh. I gave her a big old. You need hug to get Mama Muns on a podcast. She would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. she's actually my guest on my podcast next week. Are you Is kidding? She really? Yes. Let's it's, do a tour. It's yeah. <laughs> next stop here. Some good content. We just right need there. to have all the Mun sisters in here and just do a big roundtable. It'd all be right. worth the price of the microphones. <laughs> Yes. Get them all in here. So, oh, man. But yeah, chat books, it's funny because we've had, I don't know which clients, customers of you guys, probably since close to when you started. Like we have a closet of chat books that our kids love Thank going you. through. Yay. And so Amazing. Thank it's you. so much fun. And we forget about them sometimes. And like I was just on a trip and I was like, I got them down. And our kids were just like pouring through them over so and cool. over again. Oh, that makes me so And happy. so love what you guys do. So really quick for those who don't know what Chatbooks is, why don't you guys give a really quick intro into what Chatbooks is. You think they know what podcasting is if they don't <laughs> know what Chatbooks are? If you're listening to this podcast, I you know? hope you know. You're right. Look, if you <laughs> let's, have... Let's I'm describe what joking. social media I'm is too <laughs> while we're at it, okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, chapbooks are little books that are full of your pictures. And we started this company to make it super easy to get your photos off of your phone and off of social media and into the hands of your family. And so Nate here built a team of developers that created this magical app that would at first, when the company first started, would take all of my Instagram photos and then just spit out series of books. And it was like automatic scrapbooking. I used to be a big scrapbooker in the 90s when I had my first baby. I would take photos of everything and then print them off at Costco and then with my paper and scissors and stamps and pens, create works of art, which then I would have to like beg people to hear, sit, don't you want to look at my scrapbook? (laughs) (laughs) And I knew they would be treasures for the family one day, but we have seven kids now. And so starting around kid number four, I think Aiden has maybe two pages in his baby book, but five, six, and seven nothing 
like literally nothing. Like our six year old one night, uh, we had put everyone to bed and I could hear him just sobbing up in his room, which is very unlike Declan. Declan is like the jolliest kid on the planet. Declan loves Bam Bams, by the way. Oh. Really? He's popping here before you go to the batting cage. This is a really, you know the batting cage right next yeah, door? Yeah, of Yeah, Pablo. So this is his favorite stop on the way to or after a batting Jeez, cage. Jeez, that makes day. me happy. I need to go over there and talk to Pablo. So this is like doing some package deals. Yeah, that would be great. Brisket and batting practice. Yeah, ooh, it works. It's a great marketing campaign. They're the happiest kid in the world. And then. Yeah, so he's up there bawling his eyes out. And I'm like, buddy, what is wrong? And he's like, mama, I never want to grow up. Which was adorable because he was five. Right. But Six. Yeah. Sorry, you said six. I just want to keep it consistent. Okay, all right. I keep this story. Just a quality right. check. This is our origin story. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's good. anyway, he rolls over and he's clutching to his chest this little photo album his preschool teacher had made for him. She took pictures of like the field trips and the parties and all the things they did throughout the year. Printed those photos off, and each kid graduated with a little photo album. And I'm so glad that she did that because that was literally all he had to hold on to, all he had to show for his little life at that point. And um, anyway, I calmed him down and I told him everything's going to be okay. You know what? I actually have more pictures. You you remember when we went to Ireland? And do you remember when we went to the beach? And you remember when we went to visit the cousins in Florida? And he didn't really remember. And uh, I was trying to figure out how am I going to solve this problem? I'm never going to scrapbook again, even though I've kept all of my supplies. They take up a massive <laughs> amount of space in my in my uh, in my house, but. Uh, what's the solution? And I just had a thought that I've been using Instagram to share highlights of our lives. It basically his entire life has kind of been chronicled on Instagram. Man, if I could just print those photos, then he would have something more to show. And so I suggested to my wonderful husband here that perhaps that was an idea he'd like to pursue. Suggested. She kind of came down the stairs, <laughs> hot, like full redhead mode. An embellishment, said, right? I will never use that thing you're building because I had actually already had a team. We were building a software product about family memories, but it was way too complicated and nobody wanted to use it, including my wife. I tried. It just required a lot of like, you had to like sit down and open your computer and then like write some tome or. My mom was really. Required a lot was, of work. My mom used it. <laughs> But Vanessa came down uh, pretty hot and said, I will never use that thing. No one I know will ever use that thing. We don't want to do any of that. Just print my Instagram. And from so you walk out of the room with your son and that was down the, the stairs, conversation. I'm at the kitchen table. I had table. this aha moment. But look, listen, he had not received a paycheck for what, two years up to this point. We moved our family from Florida where I am from and where I love like three minutes from the beach, moved to Utah where I said I would never live in Utah. <laughs> uprooted our family and here we are we've been living in utah for what six nine months and still no one was using the software that he built we still no one was paying us any money and uh, things needed to change it's hard to it's hard to defend your position when you haven't totally. had a paycheck in two and a half years or so right you're kind of like yeah that's a good idea we should try that <laughs> and no, i actually i was humbled enough at that point to be super attentive when she had this idea i'm like that is a great idea right and so the next day at the office, we just said, let's put all these millions of lines of code aside. Let's just pretend that we don't have them. And let's that just start from scratch. Yeah, because I mean, it's, you, get, you get all the sunk cost stuff. For sure. You know, you're just like, we're so far down this road. We're on version 20 million or whatever we're on. But, but we didn't have any users and we didn't have any revenue. and We didn't have any right. kind of hope at all of getting anywhere. And so we just shoved it off to the side for a couple of weeks and, and built a version of Chapbooks 
um, super simple version of chapbooks that would at least let us get some sample books to show people. And that was the awesome part. Like as soon as we showed Vanessa's sisters who you've interviewed, um, their friends, Vanessa's friends, the first sample books, people just immediately said like, I want that. Like, how do I get that? Right. Take my credit card. And no one had ever said that to us before, but any of the other stuff would show them. <laughs> So we got uh, excited about it. How long did you hold that over his head, Vanessa? It's like you and your million lines of code. <laughs> it was part just... of the journey. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you're led down the wrong road to know that you're heading in the right direction. Oh. I, heard, I heard something in that tone when she was talking about the no paycheck for two years. I mean, it's there's still something there. No, it was real. I mean, but right. we, I needed it. I almost, I think to get me to listen well enough, I had to... Sure. be kind of that deep into the wilderness and that hungry. That makes sense. Because we had people from the very get-go with the thing we've been building before say, hey, that's really cool. And yeah, I should totally use that, which of course means they'll never use that. <laughs> I should right. totally use that. But then they would also say, you know what I really want is like the stuff in a book. And I'd be like, no, oh, no, you don't. No, print is dead. <laughs> print is dead. You don't want that. But that's the tricky thing about being an entrepreneur that once you come up with an idea, like part of you just has to hold on to it no matter what anyone says sure. that like he was convinced that this was the solution for family memories a cloud-based family tree that was going to connect all of your family and your friends like family in a private way of sharing i mean i kudos to him for like right being stubborn's not the word um, let's see, single, what's a good word? Single, like singly focused on, on what you wanted. But at <laughs> some point, a little better when, than that. You, you believe in it, right? At some point, as you have your focus group there and they say over and over again, yeah, this is great. I should totally do that. Can I get it in a book? You know, yeah. you need to recognize that, hey, these are my customers. You need my your wife to come customers. down the stairs with a head of steam and say, just print my Instagram, dummy. Well, aren't, aren't we glad it worked out that way? We are glad. For sure. Well, and thank you, Declan, right? Yeah, I know. And he does like to take credit. He Declan, does. Declan will <laughs> oh, yes. not oh, I play that drop. card for sure. If <laughs> oh, he does. I'm Absolutely. playing that card a lot. Like he's the, the will better be about He's like, there wouldn't even be a chapbooks without me. For Declan. I know. Yeah. That's that's why he needed a new iPhone because yeah. he needs it for the chapbooks. That's it, awesome. It is funny, though. The aha. I mean, you kind of think of Karen Shelley's, you know, Kara her having a bathing suit yeah i was there and that is exactly how that happened and yeah (laughs) all the little groms right Mm -hmm. and that's when they realized we got to make our own yeah and it's funny how that happens it's pretty cool same with betty's bed last week so i mean and so like entrepreneurial wise i mean i guess your family we kind of know that i mean your dad was a lawyer your mom was just kind of like diy hey my mom had you know 10 kids and she was still writing up business plans and Right. Having meetings with women about the businesses that they were going to build. She, she never really got a uh, a profitable business off the ground. Right. But she started a an orphanage in India that she managed. You know, from the states and then right. multiple trips to India. I mean, she she showed me that you can do anything for sure. You can juggle a dozen kids and a business and, and so dresses and for photos. So dresses and that was crazy. With all yeah, those girls. She's, she's pretty amazing. So yeah, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs and do-it-yourselfers. Right. What about you, Nate? I mean, you were doing your own thing at the time, right? So this was, um, yeah, this is actually the third company that we've worked on since yeah. since kind of graduating. When he says we, he means he. <laughs> and I've just been cheering from the but sidelines. Hold on. There's because... no way we could have done it had you not been on board, though. No. Right. And that is fact. 
So, right. and I do appreciate you. So saying. I say when, we. When every you time. say we went to business school, people we are always like, "Oh, you went too?" And I'm like, well, <laughs> "I was there, <laughs> and I took care of a lot of stuff." Well, I made it possible. Well, there's no, yeah, but I mean, I do, I do feel like we've been co-founders for a long time. We found our little family, seven kids, and to start, um, for me to be able to start companies while we were founding the seven kid part of the enterprise, <laughs> right. like there's just no way we could have done it had you not been fully on board and willing to be supportive and super patient many times. That. And I do appreciate that you give me credit. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> but Let's hold this hands, is romantic. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've so heard risky, frosty, <laughs> redhead, hot uh, redhead. <laughs> oh, man. And now we are like, I couldn't have done it with that. <laughs> that, was a, that was a tender moment. Man, but I will say he, <laughs> he is an entrepreneur at heart. Right. And um, always wanted to talk about starting a business together. And like that was like his idea of fun pillow talk. Like, hey, the Let's first talk about idea the kind of business we'd like to do together. Sweet. <laughs> the first business I got you to buy. The, the, so I was. It's true. I was always trying to talk about what businesses could we start together. She never wanted to talk about it, except for the scrapbooking supplies business. Oh, that's that was the very first true. business we ever talked about starting together. That was back in 1996. Because I was into scrapbooking, right. and we had, were, were living in Utah, finishing up school, and then we moved to Santa Monica, California, and I'm like, where am I going to get my supplies? Right. And there was no... I, I have no access to pebbles in my pocket. This is before you could you know, <laughs> do all your shopping online. And so I'm like, we're starting a scrapbook store. And he got excited about it, and we started scoping out space. And it was like and- internet time. We, we, I mean, had we actually stopped for half a second and built an, an e-commerce scrapbook store, probably would have worked just fine. Oh, yeah. But I was pretty busy with my first job. So we didn't do it. And I had Just another baby and another and another. And, <laughs> and Too much pillow she, talk. She was singing in operas. <laughs> no, so. I had no, I had no interest in starting a business with him. I didn't know how we could be, um, business partners because it just felt like he's always been the boss of his world. And I'm right. always the boss of my world. And like, how can two bosses work together? Sure. Um, and plus I didn't, I wouldn't really have a thing for business. I was more of a singer. Yeah, you're a trained opera singer, right? Yes. And I wanted to pursue the stage. I didn't want to be doing a business. She did. She, and she, you retired and had comebacks like six or seven times. I know. I'm waiting each for my baby. next big comeback. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you've got your comeback. You're the a podcaster. Tour. Oh yeah, yeah that's you not can the sing same. There. You should sing mm, on the podcast. Maybe I should uh, write a, like a jingle. Like an intro. You could do the intro music. Oh, well, the intro music is actually our daughter Lakin's music that we repurposed. Really? Yeah, Lakin's yeah. a singer songwriter, and Vanessa needed some intro music real quick, and she snagged some of Lakin's stuff. Wow. Yeah, so you have to listen. The little instrumental, I took her voice out of it, but when she when I first let her listen to it, and I'm like, hey, are you looking for the nitty-gritty tips and tricks for all the things mom life? And she's like, mom, this is so weird. How interesting. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nitty-gritty. That's your intro says That is in my intro. Is it That's really? what we do. Yeah, we give we give moms the nitty-gritty You guys were such an inspiration to Vanessa. That's right. You the know, Mom Force podcast. We'll take credit for that now. <laughs> you and Declan yeah. started the whole thing. Declan. We're in the will. <laughs> hey, but back to the entrepreneurial roots. Right. It's in my blood. Right. Not necessarily in Nate's blood. My dad was a longtime professional services um, guy. He was a career uh, Deloitte um, accountant. Okay. And had a really long, successful career as a professional services um, Retired guy. as global CEO. So Well, that's something successful. I wanted to talk. You both kind of casually grazed about education. But it wasn't casual. I mean, 
you both went, you got your bachelor's from BYU, both BYU. of you, right? Yeah. Yep. You were a professional opera singer. You went and worked for McKinsey, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But then your business school was not just business school. It was Harvard. Went to Harvard Business School for, we went, <laughs> Vanessa credit. and I for uh, just two years. And then leaving business school, the, the smart and logical thing would have been to go back to McKinsey which of course we didn't do. Which your dad probably wanted you to do because that was the path, right? The amazing thing about dad is he's never been like, you should do this. But I mean, that would have made a lot of sense to him. I am sure in his heart, he thought you were insane. Which is so great. I have so much respect for my dad. I mean, he's my just an absolute superhero. He's, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, you're right. Coming out of business school with a ton of business school debt. I mean, it's not cheap. Yeah. And if you go back to McKinsey for 18 months, they would have forgiven all the debt. They would have paid for business school. And they're, you know, the compensation package is great. The work is interesting. The colleagues are awesome. You know, all what these things. What is McKinsey? <laughs> One of the top <clears throat> consulting companies in the world. Oh, sorry. I just went to Wasatch <laughs> High School. Uh, I talked to teacher into letting me graduate, and that's where it all stopped. So, well, it's worked out okay, Cameron. Because uh, yeah, you know, but, yeah, exactly. Some hockey jerseys on the wall. There's signed. You're doing just fine. But own a business. My dad never once said, "Like, are you insane? Like, why would you start a company? You should Very for cool. sure go back to McKinsey for at least two years." He just didn't even try to push me one way or the other at all. He was super supportive. Although, kind of, I wish he would have pushed me back to McKinsey for a couple of years. Just to get that paid for. Hey, I tried to push you back to McKinsey. Did you not hear me? I don't me remember you saying that. Doing that. Anyway, okay. so we started a little Probably software company. So, so right like out of Harvard that. is when you started to kind of uh-huh. the entrepreneur out. Yeah. Started a software company. Um, it was pretty boring software. as enterprise software. Was it from colleagues from Harvard? Nope. It was another guy who had an office in Harvard Square, the guy who had started Nantucket Nectars. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was kind of a Snapple competitor. The drink of the 90s. It was a uh, on the East Coast. <laughs> it was uh, like you, you wanted to have a Nantucket Nectars instead of a Snapple if you were far enough up the coast. Snapple was so big. Remember? The pop. It was. Well, Nantucket Nectars was started by Tom and Tom. And they were the founders. Their picture was on the label, their little founding story. And, uh, and they're amazing entrepreneurs, yeah. just absolutely awesome oh. guys. And I was really excited about the chance to work with um, one of the Toms, Tom first, who wanted to start a software company. So I was going to try to transform myself from the you know professional services, business school guy into entrepreneur with the help of this awesome proven entrepreneur, Tom first. And I learned a ton from him just in like the first couple of years about how different it was from you know, to like, instead of opening up your laptop and making a spreadsheet and making a PowerPoint chart, like you go out and sell something. <laughs> and and Tom just did an amazing job of helping me kind of make the, the move from wow. kind of nerdy spreadsheet kid to sales guy. So with your background, wow. when you were thinking of chat books, mm-hmm. did you go kind of the scholastic, I'm going to have this business plan and marketing plan. I mean, you have like all that kind of stuff ready, or is it more kind of fire ready aim? Yeah, more more like that. More like I want to use this thing. It should do. It should work like this. Let's build it. And I had an amazing technical co-founder, Steve Bentz, um, who also uh, is a big barbecue guy, and we'll, I'll introduce you sometime. Oh. Uh, but he, you know, he can sort of build anything. And so the two of us had been working together at the second company, and uh, just convinced him to leave and start writing. You know, this next thing uh, together. But unfortunately, I was building what I wanted to use, not what anyone else on the planet wanted to use <laughs> until Vanessa intervened. Thankful you have a wife. Yes. <laughs> I just wish I had spoken up sooner. <laughs> I was distracted doing my own thing. I was doing a lot of shows and you know, we had seven kids and trying to get our oldest graduated from high school. And 
I was just like, yeah, is that thing working yet? So um, how you did, you kept, you, I think you thought it was going to work. I think you were like, he's well, not you know a what? total idiot. Because like he'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> that is the thing. He's smart and things work out for him. Yeah. Everything in his life has worked out for him. And I had a hundred percent. No, but look at us now. I we know. have Thank a Thank goodness you intervened. You intervened at the right We've time. We've been growing for five years. That's right. true. And yep. we get you get to have your dream come true. We get to do it together. I know. That's what you always wanted. It's true. And it's about scrapbooking, just like no. we always knew. Look at us. We're just <laughs> <laughs> And we're living in Utah, which Yeah. Turns out this is where he wants to be buried. He loves I do, it here. I love it in Utah. Really? I love it here. Where did you grow up? Connecticut. Really? Yeah. Huh. His roots are here, though. His parents are both from Utah. Okay. Yeah. Now, something that's interesting, we've had a lot of people on the podcast where spouses work together, but it was usually after the fact. Like more times than not, our guests have been, the wife has started a business, become really successful, and then the husband has in turn joined later. In this case, it was the husband started a business, was super unsuccessful, <laughs> and the wife <laughs> intervened to <laughs> save the day. But it's awesome. You guys started from scratch as partners. Yeah. You know, so from day one, you made the conscious decision that you were going to do this together. Wrong. No, that's not oh, true. Oh, sorry. Because actually, I had this idea, and that's I'm like, true. you She's should like, go build with this. That. Print my Instagram, see you later, is kind of what. I and mean. he did. And then the, the first version came back with teal green covers on them. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I would choose that color. I don't know if that's a great color. No, no, that's our color. That's our brand. We want to get it out there. We're going with it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, and he's like, no, we're selling them for $6. Oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. That just feels like, nope, we're doing it. $6. We're going to talk about it. And I'm like, oh. So she had to do a more permanent intervention, meaning like join the company and make sure we didn't do anything crazy. He he was asking me to come on and the more like things started to progress and it started to grow, I thought, wow, this is something I really care about. And this is actually solving a problem that I have. Like I know what our customers want. Sure. Because you are, it's a mom product. Exactly. And you know, yeah, I have no business background or skills. I, I mean, I never took a business class, even as a, as a voice major, we had to take a business course to like help us set up our st- home studio because let's be honest, most professional singers make their money teaching. Um, right. <laughs> I remember nothing from that class. Uh, but we had all these guys working for the company, dev and Q&A, and nobody was telling the story. No one well, was doing we had, it was five Heather. guys. And Heather. We and had Heather, an amazing thank goodness for Heather. Heather oh Mildenstein. my goodness, she saved the day. But I could see a need for someone to get in there and tell the story, fill this marketing role. And honestly, with Google, you can figure anything out. So I just, I remember calling him one morning. He had gone off to work and I just couldn't get it off my mind that I need to come join the team formally. And I called, do you remember? I do. I called to say, honey, I think it's time. I think it's time for me to come. And you were like, yes. Yes, yes. And so. You know, I can't get over that part, which I think it's really, I hope you appreciate that part. Because I don't know how many husbands are like actively trying to get We're their wife. Like, I right want now. my wife to work with me. I will make it work. It's kind of adorable. Thank you. I'm not going to lie. Is it cu- it's cute. It is cute. <laughs> <laughs> and man, he's oh, a Northeasterner. Really they're not supposed to be these <laughs> soft, all- sweet people. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we'd known, but we'd had three years where we were like, oh, we're going to build this thing and it'll be great. At that point, it was like, I think we realized five guys are not going to build the thing that moms are going to want to buy. 
we're not going to market it properly. We're not going to talk about it properly. So we we did. Heather Vanessa mentioned we found Heather Mildenstein, who's also local here in Provo, incredible photographer, had an amazing sense of what the brand needed to look like and sound like. She built, you know, started our Instagram and you know just ran it on her own without any input from anybody. It was just perfect and amazing. Um, so Heather was really helpful. But having someone there full time every day in the office to make sure we weren't just you know running off the off into the weeds again was so helpful. Well, especially we knew we a software guy, you know, it seems like every time I've worked with, I don't know if we call them <laughs> IT guys or web developer guy type okay. guys. Yeah, that's that's good. They have their own ideas of what things are supposed to look like, and it's like, listen, you need to dumb yourself down to my level. <laughs> And that's what you want, and it, it is. It sometimes it is hard to get through to them. Like, well, they want the, it to be minimalistic them and me. clean. I mean, unfortunately, I was right. always. I came out. The first two businesses were enterprise software companies or enterprise systems companies. So it's like you're selling to really sophisticated buyers. Sure. And to win the competition against SAP or Siebel, you have to kind of go toe to toe on features. So I think my first two businesses were you know, building the thing that was a little more sophisticated, a little more powerful than the incumbent thing had was kind of where I came from. I didn't, I wasn't like thinking all that through, but I think that was just kind of why I always landed on, let's add six more features. The most as complicated a solution to, problem. Solution right. to yeah. this problem. Yeah. When in the end, what we had tacked up on the board in the office was lizard brain, zero clicks. Like we want to build yeah. something that no one has to think about. But I had to write those things down. Like it wasn't, that wasn't as obvious to me as it should have been. Like with crayons. With in a big marker, we wrote we wrote lizard books. Well, here's oh, the, I mean, blind. look at your education, your path, right? You were taught complexity and you yeah, know maybe. sophistication, all that kind of stuff, and you know, I, I think, think that because that's how the first two businesses succeeded was you know just having figuring stuff out that wasn't in the market yet, and then finding some crazy person who needed to buy the more you know powerful solution was how you kind of how we got into got the ball rolling in our first two business. But in the end, we should have really just focused on who is our customer. Yep. It's a busy mom who's mom. already juggling a gazillion things and has this enormous mental load. They don't want to make a million decisions when they open this app. Yep. That commercial you have on your website. Mm -hmm. What is her name again? Lisa, Lisa Clark. Valentine Clark. I love her. She's so, the like, best. I see Johnson Files. And She's the absolute shows. best. And she was in their last one and she is so nice. But that what it's spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, exactly. That's the video that went viral for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. In two days had three million views. Something I think it like ended that. up at over 100 million views after, you know, not too, not too long. It, it was crazy. amazing. Who was in charge of the market? So when you got started, was it all social? Like, and did you kind of take over that from four chat books on how to get them out there? Like, how did that work? It was Vanessa and Heather were definitely the marketing team in the early days through like 2015. Yeah, I would say Heather was mostly Hey, doing we did build the... a complicated, cool thing that worked though. We, oh, this Megatron. This gets forgotten. We built Megatron this Decepticon robot that would plug into the Instagram API in the old days when there were very few rules and scrape all these profiles of you know, people with, with large followings and lots of engagement and their email in their profile. And so this robot was like doing that overnight. And it had this big, huge, complicated contraption that my friend JD Gardner, another awesome entrepreneur locally came up with. And it would email these people a picture of our daughter holding a stack of books and the top top book had this uh we'd superimposed their most liked photo of the year on oh, top of it no and it said hey we want to send this to you click this button give us your mailing address so we can send it to you that would go through this other big crazy gonculator and we would then print a 
print with like a, you know, an affiliate marketing code that would go inside their book. And it was just sending like hundreds of these a week. Um, Basically anyone who had an email address associated with If you had an email address and a large following and decent engagement. And then we had to add the Maria Philippines uh, layer so we weren't sending them to like strippers every day. <laughs> because we went into the... It was uh, Here's another funny moment from Chatbook's history. It was... Uh, Not exactly the influencers we want representing was, the brand. It was the Thanksgiving weekend of 2014 and we had oh. the first big Megatron batch had been made. And I took Claire, our daughter, who was like 10 at the time, and, and one of our other, uh, I think Isabel was like probably eight, mm-hmm. or I don't know. We went down to the print shop to stuff these envelopes of all the Megatron books. This is like in the early days. And I walk in and it's all the books have been laid out on the conference room table. And I was like, whoa, hold on a second. I just started what? like chucking them off the, <laughs> I was just like shoving them off the, off the table. It, it was just a lot of skin. <laughs> And so then we uh, we found a woman in the Philippines who was, get, and we built another little contraption for her to go through and like all the things that Megatron found, she would be red button or green button based on the amount of skin showing. Wow. Click, 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 click. But Megatron was awesome. That was kind of our marketing engine That's for crazy. 2015. It was pretty cool. Yeah. We so that bot for buying Jordan shoes. Yeah. We've been talking about that. Yeah. Okay. I think we know a guy now. I think we know <laughs> who can help us out. And then 2016 Megatron was... Megatron needs new shoes. 20, Megatron does need 2016 new shoes. 2016 was Lisa and Real Mom. And, and the Harmon Brothers here locally did an unbelievable job producing that that video. And it yeah. just was perfectly timed and everything went great. Wow. Yeah, we, we still get a lot of lift from that too. And a lot of comments on social. Well, it's, I'd it's never seen one. it until just before you came in. Oh, Has I went to the website. It? Oh, of course. Okay. Like my, we have chat books all over too. You do? But I've never, oh. I've never really like, yeah, like my wife made, I think the first three years the restaurant was open, she like did a chat book for the Bam Bam's so Instagram. Awesome. I, mean, awesome. you know, I know we are selling books, books but isn't it, Nate, isn't it always uh, kind of crazy when you meet no, people it's who actually totally crazy. know what we're doing? I know. <laughs> like weird. what we're doing? I know. <laughs> awesome. It is amazing. It's awesome. How have you guys been able to balance business partnership, home, husband, wife. Like, how have you been able to like leave work at the office and come home and be mom and dad? We just don't basically. <laughs> I mean, we try, but like the, the thing, the word balance in itself are just like create stress because you're never going to have that balance. Yep. I think you just, you try to set boundaries. No, we don't. I do. Okay, I don't. Have you noticed that I'm not plugging my phone in next to my bed anymore? I'm very impressed with I'm that. But that's not, it has nothing to do with the business and everything to do with it, your addiction to Instagram. No! It's not. <laughs> but Instagram is part of the business. Okay. But also, like, it's really hard for me to turn my brain off. And I make a deliberate um, choice to come home when my kids get home from school. So I'm not at the office nine to five. I try to be home, try to be home when they get home. Um, and it's really hard for me to turn my brain off. But I also know I'm not doing my kids any favors if I'm still working in my brain while I'm with them. So I work really hard on trying to turn it off. Uh, I think the fact that Nate and I have this in common is like adds a new fun, may I say exciting dimension to our relationship because we have like so much more to talk about and I'm learning so much because this is like my first uh, experience in the business world and I'm relating to him so much more. In fact, I remember when we were in our first board meeting, honey, Mm. and I know you've been in plenty of board meetings, traveling. I mean, this is what he's done his whole career and he was up there leading the meeting and I just thought to myself, oh my goodness. That is a man right now. Yes. So, I thought to myself, I love this couple. The fight right I 
loved him I'm more holding, than I've ever loved him. I'm holding a good gre- job. I'm man. holding a green whiteboard marker. <laughs> like that is a man. No, but now I, babe. I finally understood what you what did, been what you've been doing, life. and yeah. how hard it is, and how stressful it is, and like all of those years when you were starting and running those other businesses. And I just wanted you to get home and help put kids to bed and pick up and you know can you fold this laundry. I had no context with what your day was full of, and all of a sudden it was like wide open to me, and it just and made me love fun. you even We've more. We've talked about Chapbooks as like being a family farm because our kids are totally bought into it too. Right. Um, and they think of us one day selling chapbooks, they can't even get their minds no, around that. No, they cannot like, handle it. They why would you ever do that? It. Like, it's so, you know, it's our it's our thing our family does. Right. Um, well, so, your mission statement is strengthen families. Yeah. Which is super cool. You know, that that's such an intentional focus. You've talked about even, you know, the workforce and all everything you've, everything you can tell that yeah. is a focus of what you guys do. I got to pump the brakes on something here though. <laughs> So my wife and I have our ups and downs, you know, it's, we're a little different. Mm -hmm. And so we're in one of those, like trying to make things better deals. And you brought up a point that just came up in marriage counseling last week. Uh Oh, what? No. (laughs) And I think that it's, it was, it's really cool to hear you say it because one thing that I brought up with the counselor was it's, it's easy for me to see how stressful her day is because I spend time at home and I see the chaos and everything else, but she can't see anything that I'm doing. And so my day doesn't apply to however she's feeling at the moment when I walk in the door. Right. Mm -hmm. So she's always just like, I need your help. And it's just like, I had to fire somebody today or (laughs) somebody wrecked the trailer. Yeah. And yeah. And so I think it's a very cool thing that you said. I think it's something that people need to pay attention to is it's if you don't really know what's going on during the day, you got to give the person the benefit of the doubt and maybe realize that they had a stressful day too. So how cool that you got to kind of get the front row seat and, and how cool for Nate to just feel like, you know, men were tough, right? But we still like that validation and, you know, feeling appreciated. I just wish I had, learned that years earlier because I definitely did feel that way. I mean, even when we were, we lived in Paris for a while, right next Mm -hmm. to the Eiffel Tower. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. But he would get on the train Monday morning and come home Thursday night. And that was hard for me (laughs) because I had two kids and I was pregnant and I was trying to learn a language for the first time. And he would come home and I would just want to dump everything on him and have my own little vacation because it felt like what he was doing. Felt like a vacation. She compared always to when what I was would doing. like business travel for her before chat books was like going on vacation. She's right. like, you get to do crossword puzzles and take naps <laughs> on the plane, sleep alone and in your own bed. It was so fun for you for her to have some trips set up that she didn't want to go on because I was always trying to get out of like any business trip. If I could cancel right. a business trip at the last second, I'd be like, this is the greatest. Right. And Vanessa didn't get that until she was finally trying to to get out of a few travel commitments she had to do and had to present somewhere and it was stressful. Right. It's not as fun. It has been actually really awesome. Not as fun as it looks. Yeah. But that's really cool. I think, and and plus to have the other thing you were talking about too is a a mutual interest. Yeah. And I mean, to have that to kind of talk about and bounce off of each other, super cool. It's been really fun. It's been awesome. And fun with the kids too. Um, Yeah. just not leave the kids out of it. Like we've had 
The kids love it. No. <laughs> I mean, Calvin, Lakin, Henry have all been interns. Aiden and his buddies assembled oh. a bunch of office furniture. Claire helped me stuff a bunch of envelopes once I got rid of all the stripper books. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's been really fun for the kids to feel really involved in the business too family farm style so we don't even talk about balancing we're just I, I you're right you absolutely do vanessa has been working super hard to like have the computer closed when the kids are home and and want to talk um but we talk about chat books that you know when we're hanging out together yeah. as a family i like asking the question because i don't believe in balance so i use the word harmony instead mm-hmm. oh because i feel like balance in my mind it's always like you got to even out yeah. the two sides so if i'm working this many hours you should be with the family but it's like you just find that harmony yeah. And, that's cool. You know, My dad uses the word integration. He's yeah. just like, you got to just integrate your work and your life. You're yeah. not well, going to get work-life thing. balance. Your yeah. life can feel like work too. For sure. Like, yeah. For I sure. Love that harmony. So something else that Ooh. is pretty cool. Let's Don't turn away from the mic when you do that. <laughs> Why do you need someone Jeez. to harmonize with me? I knew he wouldn't. It's not no going to be me. We're not going to ruin that. You're in the wrong room for that. But... um I mean, a couple of cool things. You guys started in 2014, right? That's when Chatbooks launched. That's when we sold the first Chatbook. But as we've heard earlier in the podcast, there were two and a half years of wilderness before then. Yeah. But necessary wilderness. Yes. we. That's right, Cameron. Like, I, it was I think, important. I think that is a big part of it. <laughs> I mean... It, I did, that- it did give us all the scars of like, do not make people do anything hard. Right. Right. And that's that's directed all of our product and marketing ever since is like, people just don't need another job to do. And, sure. yeah. and it seems really easy, right? My favorite quote is simplicity is like the ultimate sophistication. Yeah. So even though it's really simple, there's a lot going on behind the scenes yeah. to make it that way. Yeah. So it's really, it's really cool what you've done. But just three years after launching, you guys were named the Ernest Young Entrepreneurs of the Year. <laughs> you know, so it's so cool that just within a matter of years, you guys had already built the business to such a level that you started to kind of get that kind of you know recognition, which yeah. I think is pretty special. Not a lot of businesses do that. Okay. So I want to congratulate you guys on that. I think oh, that's thanks pretty cool. a lot. Thank you. That was a really fun night to just celebrate with the team. And We actually had zero expectations of winning. In fact, they told us basically what you do is you apply and then you become a finalist and then you can win the next year. And we're like, well, that's good because we're taking our family to Europe and we won't even be here for the gala. And they were like, ooh, okay, well... Um, okay, well, it'd be great if you could come. And finally, they were just like, as a, as the process went more and more, they're like, so about that trip, is there any way you guys could come home earlier? And we're like, why are they being so strict about this? They already told us we're not going to win. Yep. We're like, well, maybe they just need, you know, I was one of the few women in the running. And yep. I know that is like some people do value having women represent entrepreneurs. Sure. So I'm like, well, maybe they just want the photo op. And all right, well, we can take an earlier flight. Let's just go. And so we landed and what, six hours later, we were all dressed up driving downtown with like the worst jet lag. I was going <laughs> we to just, say. Just, I could barely zip into my dress because we've oh. been in France for <laughs> weeks and, you know, croissants and chocolate don't lend to formal wear. Um, so we were kind of just in like a caffeine-induced haze when they announced our names and we were less like dumbfounded. It was really fun. It. it was fun to celebrate the team though because we'd been kind of at it for a few years with this no, your your early team like means a ton to you. So have everybody dressed up kind of fancy and yeah. celebrating was. It was really, really awesome. a, a nod to the whole team because there's no way that we would have been able to accomplish what we did alone. We just have a really amazing team. That's cool. So what are you guys like? What's exciting for you right now? Like, what are you guys working on? Is it new products or is it just kind of making the process better or easier? Like, like what is it that kind of keeps you so excited and engaged in the business now? 
I would say growth, more growth. With the launch of that video with Lisa Clark, that viral video, we had just huge spike in growth and that was really exciting. Um, but then it was followed by a pretty flat year. We took a gamble on some technology that didn't really pan out and we had She's to kind of- looking at me again, guys. No. It's, like, it's like this family tree, cloud-based family tree. With a robot. It was, it was actually, it was a different kind of robot. It was artificial intelligence, oh. some software that was going to help people curate their camera roll. Okay, how the wrong too. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so people take gazillion photos, right. right? And one of the beauties of chat books, especially if you use Instagram as a photo source, is you're already curating your photos when you post to Instagram. So you connect your Instagram account and then we automatically print books with the photos you really that you already like. Sure. And but what happens to all the other photos in your camera roll, right? It just it takes a little bit of work to go through right. and choose because I know, I don't know about you, but if I'm taking a photo of something, I have to take 10 of them to get <laughs> or 20, maybe 20 or 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I look through my wife's phone. And it's like, what is no, it's this? like, okay. it's like trying to find it's the keys optimizing. in your wife's purse. Hey. It's just like, forget it. <laughs> yeah. You should know about optimizing. Optimizing is a thing. So optimizing is a thing. <laughs> we, we built, we built some software that would help people automatically curate your camera roll. And we spent a lot of money on it and a lot of time on it. And turns out people don't want a robot going in and messing with their photos. But they would like uh, driver assistance. So we, yeah. found, we it took us another little loop around the track. Like no one was able to, ready to get into a chat book that was kind of like a driverless car, you know, with no steering wheel or brakes. But we've landed on a thing that makes it really, really easy to make books out of those photos. And it's more like kind of turning on the dynamic cruise control and the lane keeper assist. You still like your driving. You gotta get control. the dynamic cruise control, by the way. Oh, that is a game changer. My wife yeah. has it in her minivan. Yep. It is awesome. It's on that great. Vegas or California it's, drive. It's so good. So nice. So that's All what right. people want. They want that, not the driverless car. And we finally got back around to that. Huh. So how do you guys, is it all trial and error? Do you run like focus groups or is it just we put it out there and oh crap, that didn't work. Let's try again. <laughs> We have an amazing new woman, not new woman, an amazing woman leading our product team, our chief product officer that we hired a year ago. I say new because it's been about a year. She does it the right way. She goes out and gets a lot of research and talks to lots of people, builds prototypes, shows those prototypes, gets feedback before we build a huge expensive contraption that nobody wants to use. My method. <laughs> Intuition. Yeah. So luckily we have, an, uh, Lauren Lauren Treasure is an incredible uh, product person. She's our chief product officer and we're just getting better and better at kind of building the right thing from the get-go um, wow. versus having this, you know, big, huge project that we then find out if it works a year later. Cool. That's awesome. So things are busy. Things are going well. You're finding a lot of success and then you decide you're going to launch a podcast. <laughs> just throw something else on top of it. Why not? No, look, one of the things that we want to do in the future is um, develop our community. So growth, that's our number one goal, yeah. obviously. But we're looking at other direct-to-consumer businesses and looking at their valuations. And they some, some of these businesses have like a 10x valuation on revenue. And like, why? How? Glossier, Outdoor Voices, Away. It's because they have this community that is larger than their customer base and they're telling stories that a lot of people can relate to. And so you get them in the funnel way up here, telling them stories and giving them content that they can relate to. And then, you know, one day you hope that they spill down, down the funnel and become a customer. And let them join the mission and like believe in the mission and care about the mission with us without having to like do a project and buy a photo book. Yeah, because you can care about strengthening families without buying a chat book. 
Yeah. And we can talk all day long about how to strengthen families and why it's important to strengthen families. And so it was actually in a board meeting in May and one of our board members said, you know what, I really, we were talking about this concept of community and how can we strengthen our community? And he's like, I really think you guys should do a podcast. And um, that thrilled me and terrified me because I know he was, t- I knew he was talking to me. And actually, the first idea was for Nate and I to do it together. I said, no. Really? It took me like you one second. You guys so Oh, no, no. Is, Vanessa is so much better without me. Trust me. To do with him. Trust me. Mostly because he doesn't like people to tell him what to do. And it, you, as you guys know, doing a podcast is a lot of like, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to be here, you got to get this done. And so I decided to um, do it without him. And <laughs> good, um, good decision. And I brought my sisters on because they're, they're oh, the most they're, fun. Your sisters are awesome. And you know, we're going to talk about stuff that moms care about. We know what moms care about because between the five of us, we have 30 kids and we grew up in a family of 12 kids right. and we all mom differently and we all are in different stages of mothering. Um, we also face, uh, Chatbooks has a Facebook group called The Mom Force, which is full of people, lots of who aren't customers. So we already had this community outside of our customer base there on right. Facebook. And so with my sisters, we've just been letting that Facebook group kind of guide where we go with content. And we just get together and chat once And have awesome guests. Vanessa's and- a really good interviewer. And she preps so hard. I can't believe it. I need you to share me your secret. She reads. I spend so much time prepping because I want to do a good job. I have a good secret. What? Get a partner like Andrew. <laughs> it's awesome. I spend a lot of time prepping. Okay, that's good to know. He's the prepper. You want to know everything about their story. Yeah. So that you ask the right questions. For sure. And I really value our audience's time. And so I want to make sure we get to the good stuff. Well, I mean, what the, they say, the best inspiration comes from information. Mm-hmm. Right. So you and your Vanessa, Vanessa, uh, <laughs> so works, many of them. Vanessa works really hard to prepare for guests. I'm, I'm super impressed. With I was working. Hard. I have an interview tomorrow and I was writing questions last night. last night. And he's like, bed. he's like, why are you still working tonight? And I'm like, because I want to do a good job. <laughs> I felt hey. really bad. It was a, that's where a lot of these yeah. stuff can 1130, 12 o'clock last night. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I'm ready. So it just spent a couple hours looking through everything you understand me oh i get you and at 11 o'clock this morning i looked at the calendar to see if we had a podcast oh. <laughs> and it said 11 30 i sent daycare, a text to cam i said hey do you remember we have a podcast today and i sent a thumbs up <laughs> yep because you text me 10 minutes after i looked but this is the thing it is a lot of work for but sure i love it and i'm willing to do it because i really care about it's so fun our business i want our business to grow i care more about our mission yeah. And this is a way for me to lean fully into what our mission is. And then, like Nate said, we have some amazing guests on the podcast. And that's so fun for me. Those are like some pinch me moments. And um, you've had three New York Times bestsellers in the last three weeks. Look yeah. at you. Pretty good. It's been fun. We had one last week. Yeah. We've had, I, how many? Everybody can get a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Richie is awesome. Actually, Richie is Heather Mildenstein's brother. Yes. We were. Singing the praises of Heather Mildenstein, yeah. our photographer, oh, and the yeah. person who started our social yeah, media. That guy was awesome. Yeah. Well, his sister is awesome. even awesome. What a small world. Really? And their sister yes. Chelsea was on our original like customer support team. She's no awesome. That whole family's amazing. That whole, yeah, that's really true. That's oh, funny. his laugh. I, I was listening to it this morning. It is so it's, funny. It's amazing. <laughs> so is your idea with the podcast to build chat books, like, or is it a don't stand alone thing? Oh, it's definitely in part of the plan to okay. grow brand awareness and hopefully bring people into our Chapbooks family. Yeah. Slash funnel. Uh, but like, I'm really grateful that I, 
I don't have to run ads, even though I should probably be talking about our own product more often on our on our every now and then she mentions it. I should mention it more. You guys sell meat, right? Yeah. Do you guys talk about meat on the podcast? No, it's funny that you say that because (laughs) no one even everyone thinks that I work at the restaurant, right? (laughs) Like everyone comes like, don't you work there? I'm like. We're always like, yeah, we got to get some sponsors. I know. We like, just got to get just people. Say, like, I um, feed every guest <laughs> and their whole family that comes in here. I'm like, I should start talking about Bam Bams. Yeah. And so, it, it, like, we did gift cards last week for the best review, and we got a ton of oh, reviews. That's like, Ooh, that it, is a good it, it idea. We got some ideas we can share with you. Yeah, yeah I want, yeah. I want them. All right, now ideas. I'm panhandling for reviews. And too. that wasn't prepared. <laughs> See. Great stuff can yeah, come from spur of the moment, there, Cameron. Spur of the moment stuff. A little yin and yang. Well, and that's I think that's what well. makes us different. You said it. Oh. Right, and so we 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 do play off each other well that way, and so. No. But I still think you guys should do a podcast together because you guys have. Listen, uh, this like, may sound like a little. I'm a guest. I'm actually a guest, a guest coming up, and I'm terrified about for it. For Valentine's it's Week, be he's my special work. guest. I, I do love not it. want to be in that what would room. You, what would? What do you guys think we should talk no, about that stop. week? Stop. I'm just curious. Oh my gosh. I, I have some ideas. I mean, obviously, but. you're a pretty uh, open book, right? Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah. Mm. We're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> no, we're not, Cameron. Well, I mean, I, mean, I know that when she comes or when you come home from business trip, she's spicy. She's just making. She's making that up. She's just no. getting doing that for yucks. I think you guys, I mean, this sounds a little soft, I'm sorry, but you guys have a really cool relationship and I don't know you guys Thanks, and you Cameron. can totally see it. Aww. And so Thanks, it's cool. We've learned a lot in our 25 years of being married, but right. we've known each other since we were 18. We survived the mission. That's a, wow. We've been through a lot. And uh, thank you for saying that. Yeah, well, we're, no. I, we might I mean share it. some of our tips and tricks for oh, having that special kind of well, we started Mata Shoppin's <laughs> podcast. We told them to do the same thing, and now they're just exploding, and they do a lot of marriage-type yeah. stuff, Jason and Bridget, Shammy, and so... I'll have to check that there's, out. There's just so many bad examples out there that it's refreshing True. when you see and hear good uh-huh. examples of how it can work. Uh, so I also think it's important to be real about... It's not all roses and... For sure. I ordered on Amazon two weeks ago a book. That, the title of the book is How to Stop... Oh, wait, what is it? I'm going to get it right. Stop Arguing and Start Listening. Right. I ordered that book for myself. <laughs> and I have two nerds op- books in my backpack right now. I haven't opened it yet. It's so, never too late to learn. No. And you know what? All of these... You ex- never stop learning. No, that is the well, thing. Well, and <laughs> women are a moving target. You guys change like every year. And so I'm totally we're kidding. we're always growing because we're always learning. <laughs> Listen, one of the things that I love about interviewing experts on my podcast right. is I read the book sure. and then I boil it down and I have the conversations and then he listens to the episodes. It's true. I do. Because if I were to say, hey, honey, this is what I... Listen, what I'm reading in this book, you should be doing this and we should be doing this and it should be like this. You'd be like not having it. But, but I, I play tennis on uh, Wednesday morning in Salt Lake, and I drive home listening to the podcast. That's the Harvard talking. And right I there. always <laughs> <laughs> tennis in Salt Lake. No, no, no. It's just until I have a commute. I don't. Pinky went up for some reason. I don't. It was weird. Anyways, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's when I listen to the Mom Force podcast. Is on right. the way home. That's awesome. It's uh, and, and I have to on it. I am always so dang impressed. Am I not? Don't I always I call you and say that was so good? And I'm not making it up. It's that good. Yeah. Little imposter syndrome right there, a little self doubt. Me? You're kind of, yeah, you're kind of looking yeah. down like uh, thanks, every honey. every single week. I'm like, oh my god. How come compliments from spouses just don't count? No, look, that, that actually Point, means a ton to me. It really, really I does mean, because Harvard he's hard grad. to impress. Like this guy's a smart dude. 
So that's they let anyone in that. Whatever. If you're willing to pay the it's a, ridiculous tuition, it's an accomplishment. You know it. Well, so. I, I do. I do. I'm. I love what Vanessa's doing with the podcast. I'm super proud of it. I think it's so exactly what our brand is about. So well, when you're ready for you know dad panel where we can you know maybe answer some yeah, questions yeah. for Word. that's definitely all you moms that you know. <laughs> I heard a great we? episode lately. Have you ever heard of the podcast called the Femsplainers? Uh-uh. It doesn't sound like a podcast I'd ever listened to, but it was the opposite. And there was an episode about that. Just, it was kind of talking about what you talked about, how like, you know, if your husband's the one working, you got to remember there may have been a lot of stress. So anyways, yeah. it was kind of cool. Well, so, even with us, I would say learned, the majority of our guests have been women. women. Huh. We've learned a lot. You know what I mean? So it's been interesting that coming at it from our perspective, because a lot of women entrepreneurs stick to each other, right? So it's women interviewing women and going on women's shows and going mm. to women awards. That's sexist. You know, is what it is. <laughs> but I'm it's interesting <laughs> that you can you can have some men interviewing these really powerful women and kind of our perspective of it, it's been awesome for mm. us. It's been so cool. It's been super cool to be able to kind of see the other side of it. That's so awesome. Because you're right. Fun. You guys just talk to each other. Yeah. What is the deal? I don't feel like I'm We're in, fun. I, <laughs> really fun I, guys. Men are I fun. Know. Hey, really fun I know. I know. I work with one. That's right. Mm-hmm. So where can everyone find you? We're going to wrap up because you, you guys got one works going. for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We work together. Hey, look, it's in the org chart, we are both at the very top. He's That's the CEO. Awesome. And then I made up a title for myself and it just kind of floats over here right next to him. <laughs> I'm the chat booker in chief. I love it. Which means I get to work on what I think is important. Right. And uh, and then not have to do the stuff she doesn't feel like doing, and not have direct right. reports. I'm excited <laughs> for the Valentine's Day episode. I think you guys can uh-huh. teach people a lot. Well, I really, I, I outlined a few things that I thought we could chat about, and he has approved it. So now we just need to spice it up with some stories. And we stuff. don't need to spice. Yes, it's okay. Valentine's baby. No, 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 no. Maybe you need to have me and Andrew host an episode. <laughs> Hold we'll on, Andrew has teed and... you up to hype chat books. Okay, where to where to find us? So we are in the app store or for your Android or for your iPhone. You can get the app. (laughs) You can go to chatbooks.com. You can follow us on Instagram, chatbooks. Um, We also, we're on Twitter even. Okay, love it. Those that are on Twitter. Um, We answer support through all of our social media platforms. And obviously the podcast, the Mom Force podcast, yep. wherever you I'm listen to your podcast. Every Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday. And I try to keep the episodes 30 minutes or shorter because I value, I value mom's time. Listen, and I think you need to just let it go. Just let it, it go. If you've got a good guest, go. yeah, you just let it go. Let it ride. You're a fun person. Like it, I bet you have really good conversations. You and your sisters so. are a good time. No one's going to get oh bored listening to you guys. I want to come to a family reunion so bad. <laughs> well, wait till you meet Nate the brothers. Will, as oh, Nate will I attest, the family reunions can get a little out of control. Like, so you know, you've got a glove up to your elbow, deep into a cow, <laughs> testing for something. We got to go to the It's a good time, guys. <laughs> we got to get on the wild park in Florida. I can't wild wait. Wild Florida. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thanks, so guys, cool. for coming on. This was a ton of thanks fun. Thanks for having so us. So much fun. So thank, thank you. you.